Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, world. Welcome once again to Tuesday Talk with Key West Lou. I am your host, Louis Patron. Another good week. Uh, I love these weeks without Donald in the news so much. Very rarely in the news. Uh, everything isn't going well, but everything is going better than it was under Donald. Joe Biden is trying very hard. Uh, we'll see if he succeeds. He's done well so far, uh, but he's got a lot of things stacked against him. But he's our president, and just like some people supported Donald because he was their president, I'm supporting Biden, and I hope eventually most people in this country will. Now, tonight, we're going to take our trip to Key West, Washington, D.C., Texas, Illinois, Paris, and... Uh, Central Italy, Northwest Miami-Dade, the Seven Mile Bridge, and London. I want to start with a piece of breaking news first, uh, and that is that it was set today, set today by Sidney Powell, once one of Donald Trump's lawyers, perhaps still one of Donald Trump's lawyers. Uh, she's an outstanding Southern attorney. Uh, I don't know if the word outstanding should be applied to her. Uh, she misuses the law and misapplies it, not in a skillful manner. She just violates it. And someday a judge is going to uh, shock her with a very, very big six-figure uh, sanction because she screws around with the law in the ways a lawyer should not. In any event, she said, and Trump agrees with her, that in August... He should be reinstated. That's right. Donald Trump believes that come August, he will be reinstated. There doesn't have to be an inauguration. There doesn't have to be nothing. He'll just walk into the White House and sit down in the Oval Office and say, I'm reinstated. Uh, I should have been here at the beginning. We don't need all the fanfare. She's pushing him on the issue. He enjoys buying it because anything that says that he's going to be president again, he is all Four, uh, I want to add into this thing, too. Michael Flynn's out there. You remember Michael? He was one of the first people indicted. He lied before some committee or something. And he's really a scumbag. The man was a retired general or still active uh, Army general. And uh, he seems to be a crook at heart, a thug. Uh, someone that would associate closely and intimately with Donald Trump. I would say they are birds of a feather. Well, he said yesterday that uh, what should happen in the United States, and he's, every day, though, by the way, he's speaking someplace, and his basic thrust is the military should have a coup and take down President Biden and replace him with President Trump. In other words, the military's got to turn on Biden, take over the government, and install Trump. This guy's got a hell of a lot of nerve. I mean, that's out-and-out revolution. He's a nut, and he became a general. Uh, he, yeah, there, there's another funny thing. Uh, Myanmar, they had a revolution in the last couple of days, and the military committed a coup. They took over the government. That's exactly what he wants Trump to do. Uh, while Flynn is out there belittling, mocking, making fun, saying nasty things about our president and our government, trying to instigate revolution. 
he's getting a pension of $100,000 a year uh, from his time of service in the Army. Uh, that's your money and my money, our tax dollars, are paying this man $100,000 a year. I'm sure he earned it during his military career, but it still seems wrong to me that he gets that money from the government when he's talking revolution to the very government that puts a hundred grand a year in his pocket. So that's the breaking news for this evening. I want to go to the hurricane season. The hurricane season, my friends, began today. Its official schedule is June 1st to November 30th. Uh, I, I can remember 30 years ago when I started coming to Key West, I think the, the hurricane season was September 1 uh, to October 30th. Uh, then it expanded month by month here and there. Now it's very long, uh, and that's because we kept having hurricanes earlier and earlier and later and later. Uh, but the hurricane uh, season began today. Supposedly, the experts, the national uh, weather service they say that going to be a bad year for hurricanes don't know don't like what i hear uh nothing specific said about the keys you must keep in mind uh, that the keys are referred to as hurricane alley uh, i never heard that term before but i read it somewhere this week oh you know the, key, the keys are referred to as hurricane alley well i don't know where it came from but it's there and I agree, it is Hurricane Alley. Uh, the last significant hurricane we had here was Irma. Do I remember Irma? <laughs> I wrote a book about it, remember? Uh, Irma and me. There were only two books written. I wrote mine immediately, and somebody wrote his a year later. Uh, I sold a good number of copies on this one. My first book was a failure. This one was a minimal success. If you haven't read it, get it. You'll enjoy it. It's like reading my blog. It was my blog. Uh, I took off five days before the hurricane hit. I had been watching it for several days, and it kept coming across the Atlantic in a straight line, never deviated, heading directly for Key West. And as it crossed the ocean, it became a Category 5. Now, a Category 5 is total destruction. Not a building will be left standing. Uh, horrible! Uh, I saw what Andrew did uh, up in the northern Keys or southern part of Florida, whatever way you want to describe it, around Homestead. I went through Homestead three weeks after Andrew hit, and there was not a building left standing. Terrible! Anyhow, uh, so I got out of here five days before Irma was supposed to arrive. I got my car, and I ended up in Birmingham, Alabama, staying with some good friends for 12 days. Because you don't come back after the hurricane has gone through. There's no power. There's no water. There's no air conditioning. The grocery stores aren't open, the supermarkets. They, there's no, no gas at the gasoline stations. So I didn't come back for 12 days. Uh and when I came back, I, I still had some problems, but not bad. Uh, in any event, uh, I want to say one more thing about Irma. Irma was a five coming at us for several days, direct going to coming over Key West. Just before it hit Key West, it, come, it did come right over Key West, it dropped to a one, a category one, which is nothing. If you've looked there a few years and gone through some hurricanes, can always handle a one, okay? Uh 
But then it went 16 miles north. Just think, you leave Key West, you drive up U.S. 116 miles, and where are you? You're in Kudjo Key. When it hit Kudjo Key, it changed from a 1 to a 4 and continued as a 4 up through, part, up through the Keys and parts of Florida. Kudjo, Big Pine, places like that, Summerlin, took a beating. Kudjo took a real bad beating because a 4 is as bad as a 5. Uh, they're nondescriptive. They're just horrible. So the hurricane season's upon us. I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, and we'll be talking about each one as they approach because that's one of the things Key West is about, the hurricane season. Now, Trump is complaining this week. I got a little bit of Trump in here tonight. His, his legal fees, he's concerned about that. Uh, you know, with all these lawsuits now and, and possible indictments being brought against him, the Southern District, uh, the Manhattan DA's office, Georgia, the state of Georgia, he's got lawsuits all over the place. And he's got a, lawyers are expensive, especially the kind of cases he has. I mean, they're 24-hour-a-day cases for six months or a year. Not for one lawyer, but several at one time, because they're very big, they're very complicated, and everything must be done. It must be handled very responsibly on behalf of the client. Now, let me tell you why he's running out of money. This is true. While he was president, and I talked about this a few times, I know I wrote about it in one of my blogs, I was very upset. He came up with the idea that he, when he was president of the United States, if he was named in any lawsuit that designated him as president, he was sued as president, or involved something where he was sued in his individual name but involved the governmental problem that the United States Treasury should pay his legal bills. And whoever made those decisions in Washington agreed, and all his legal bills for all that heavy stuff he was handling, he wasn't paying for it. He could care less. He was calling this lawyer in, that lawyer in. Nobody questions who you call when you call the lawyer in if you're the person they're chasing, and their bills have to be paid. So he spent a lot of taxpayer money, but now he does not have that benefit. Even if he is charged with something that he did while he was in office, the government will not have to pay because he's no longer president. So that's why he's worried. This guy's got to run out of cash at some point. The January 6th, January 6th, which will live in infamy like December 7th, uh, 9-11, January 6th. We'll never forget those numbers. Now, the Democrats, not the Democrats, the Republicans, since January 6th have been coming up with all kinds of excuses why it wasn't really Republicans, it was other people. And the excuse this week they give to show that it, were, it was not Republicans or anyone who supports Republicans that were part of the attack on the Capitol. The, 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 the story of the week or the tidbit of the week is that the insurrectionists, okay, the insurrectionists, those people attacking the Capitol were really actors hired by the Democratic Party. Those, those people attacking the White House want to hang the vice president killed Nancy Pelosi besides killed five or six other people. Uh, they're really actors hired by the Democrats to do that. 
These are terrible people. I'm sorry if you're a Republican. Wise up. Your party's gone off kilter. There used to be a great party. Honor. You know, good faith, everything. God bless America. Apple pie. No more. They're bad people. And your party has to change. I'm not saying we're perfect on the Democratic side, but we don't compare one iota to the Republican Party of today. Now we're moving down to taxes. Story I'm going to enjoy telling tonight. As you're aware, this past week, uh, on Friday, on Friday, by midnight, the legislation in Texas uh, for more voting restrictions, limiting the rights to vote and so forth, uh, supposedly the toughest bill that was going to be passed while these 47 states are trying to do this now uh, had to be passed Friday and had to be passed uh, by midnight because the legislative session ended midnight. And if it wasn't passed, <laughs> it's going to sit out there unless the governor calls a special session which he said he was, but I don't think he is now. So anyhow, what do the Democrats do? I think this was wise. And don't say I'm crazy, because by the time I get done telling you this story, you will agree with me. One by one, a couple hours before midnight, they started walking off the floor. And by the time the bill was going to come up for a vote, there wasn't one Democrat sitting in the Texas uh, House of Representatives. Now, (laughs) Why was this important? Because under the law in each state, any place, your corporations and so forth, you have to have a quorum, a certain number of people, or you cannot do business. And if all the Democrats walked out of of the Texas legislature, they did not have a quorum. So they walked out. And so come midnight, they couldn't pass a bill because they didn't have enough people sitting there to vote on it. Not necessarily a vote for it, but you have to have a certain number there to vote, good, bad, or indifferent. When they left, they didn't go home. <laughs> they went to New Mexico, all of them. Why'd they go to a different state? Because they feared that the Texas governor had the power to arrest them. And I believe he might have that power. I don't know. But if they're out of state, he has no jurisdiction once he reaches the Texas state line. He was very upset, the governor. This was a terrible thing they did. Now, now, the, now the Democrats are bad people because they did this. Stay with me. Uh, and he said he's going to call a special session. And I don't know how he's going to get him back, even in a special session, because if they walk out again, he's got the same problem. So his tune has changed in the last three or four days. Now what he's planning on doing is the budget's going to come before him. They have to pass a budget every year. That's already been passed. And it will come before him for his signing. He has the right under Texas law to not vote in support of a particular section. He can, in effect, veto, not vote for that section. And Section 10 has to do with legislative salaries, legislative salaries. So his game plan, as reported today, was, well, I just won't approve It's Article 10 or Section 10 of the budget. And then they can't get paid, the Democrats. The only problem is no one is going to get paid. The Republicans won't get paid. The staff who really need the money aren't going to get paid in the legislature. But that's his his latest game plan. I don't know what he's going to do. He's going to do something. Uh, He may just have a special session. If everybody shows up at one time, he may lock the door and not let them out. So there is a vote 
because now he has a quorum. Now, why is this so interesting? Abraham Lincoln, in 1840, you can't argue with Abraham Lincoln, remember, our greatest president, Abraham, loved by everyone. Abraham Lincoln was a member of the Illinois House of Representatives. And a bill was coming up that had to be voted on, and his party, Lincoln's party, was not for it. But the opposition party knew these guys were, that, that the senator, uh, the representatives were going to walk out, including Lincoln, so they locked the door. So no, none, of the, none of Lincoln and his party could get out. Well, Lincoln was no fool, as we found out 20 years later. Uh, he saw an open window. It was first floor. He jumped out the window. Now, the vote must have been closed because there was no quorum. Now, if Abraham Lincoln can do that, we can do it today, too. The Democrats can do it. Nothing wrong with it. Note also that in, eight, in 1988, the United States Senate, the United States Senate did not have a quorum because the Republican senators walked off the floor denying the Democrats of the quorum. Uh, they had the votes but couldn't vote unless they had a quorum present. The Republicans left. Well, so you see, Democrats are not bad people because they did this in Texas. The, your Republicans in the United States Senate did it in 1988. Uh, anyhow, they left. Immediately, the sergeant-at-arms was ordered to bring them back in. By force, they can do this. And the Republicans were not smart like Abraham Lincoln. Get the hell out of the building. They ran around the Capitol trying to find some place to hide. Senator Packard, I think he was from Oregon, Republican from Oregon, who subsequently lost his job because of some kind of sex scandal he was involved in. Put that aside. That's not the issue today. But I want the quality of people we're dealing with. Anyhow, he hid himself in his private office. Not very bright. He that because that's the first place the sergeant at arms and his crew went, and he was the only one in his office, Packard, and he's trying to hold the door closed. Uh, several sergeants at arms are on the other side of the door pushing it in. They finally got in. He fought them. He wouldn't go. They picked him up. They carried him downstairs to the Senate chamber, and they carried him in feet first. So. They did it, and it's been done already in this in the state of Oregon recently. It's been done in the state of Indiana in recent years. This is not an uncommon strategy. It is one that has been used frequently in this country, which now brings us to where am I here? Uh, Forrest Gump. Remember Forrest Gump? Terrific movie. Starred Tom Hanks. He got an Academy Award for it. I mean, here was this man, uh, Forrest Gump, who was stupid. He was an idiot. I say this respectfully. But yet, he, he got a Congressional Medal of Honor. He played on a football team, uh, caught the kickoff and ran all the way down 100 yards for a touchdown. Everything he touched turned to gold. Now, as I, I was looking for something else, but I came across some statements that Forrest Gump made in the movie. And two of them stuck in my mind. I found them, and I'm going to share them with you tonight. I'm, I, for no other reason 
that I think then I think they are brilliant and I would like to share them. The first is stupid is as stupid does. Think about it. Stupid is as stupid does. Think how many people are stupid and do. Stupid is as stupid does. And the other one, remember he's sitting on a bench at a bus stop talking to a woman, and he's got a box of chocolate candies, and he said, and I quote, life is like a bag of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. You never know what you're going to get. And that's very true also. Moving on now. Uh, where am I? Oh, this is horrible. I'm going to... I'm gonna, I'm going to talk about something I didn't know about till this past week. I don't know how many people did know. You recall, Adolf Hitler made the Jews wear a gold star on their coat on, at their left shoulder, male, female, children. The idea was the uh, brainchild of Joseph Goebbels, another evil man, who was Hitler's propaganda minister. Now... What I didn't know were two things. He, Hitler only required the Jews to wear the gold star in Paris at the beginning. It was a Parisian thing. Why Paris? I don't know. But it was only Paris at the beginning. Now, a, a newspaper reporter, columnist, wrote in a column something very interesting. Because he said, my friends, my fellow Parisians, uh, this is not the first time uh, Jews have been required to wear a gold star. It happened before for many years. And he says the Catholic Church was responsible. And here is what he wrote. Uh, he said that, and he said the Catholics were guilty in central Italy. And he commented that the yellow star for Jews. Uh, he wrote, quote, it renews the most strictly Catholic tradition. It renews the most strictly Catholic tradition intermittently throughout the history of the papal states that territory in central Italy, controlled by the Pope, Jews were often confined to ghettos and were forced to wear either yellow hats or yellow stars. Would you believe Marjorie Taylor Greene. She wants to be president of the United States. She has announced she will be a candidate for the Republican nomination in 2024. God help us if she gets it. Trump was bad. She'll be even worse. She is a first-class nut. Uh, no question about it. Now, and she also said, <laughs> this, she said this a week ago, but I'm uh, it, it, it makes sense. She would think this way. She said that she and Mike Getz, uh, you know that they're doing this tour of the United States, the two of them together, the Bobsy twins, and all they do, they're anti-Democrat, anti-Biden, they're pro-Trump. But she says she and Mike Gates are, and I quote, taking charge, taking charge of the Republican Party during the GOP, and I quote again, Civil War. They are self-appointed guardians of the Civil War. A woman who's cra really crazy, she's demented. She doesn't say anything proper. Uh, she just crucifies the wrong people in the wrong fashion. Uh, and Gates, he's got a problem. <laughs> 
He's got all these sex charges coming up and money problems. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen, but I have a sense he's going to get indicted. Sex with a 17-year-old girl, things like that, besides other things involving sex. So uh, they make a great team, don't they? An absolutely terrific team. If she has to be president, she can pardon him, get him out of jail. Many people in this country, I'd say half this country is Republican, half is Democrat, and of the Republicans, I think at least half of them uh, believe that believe Trump got screwed. Uh, they believe the big lie. He got cheated uh, out of the presidency because of fraudulent ballots. They believe this, and they believe everything else bad that Trump says about the Democrats and Biden. Uh, one of the worst terrorist groups out there is Quinan, Q-A-N-N, Q-A-N-O-N. Now, IPOS, that is a major polling operation, uh, took a poll, did a survey, did a study in March, okay? And the issue was that the government, I'm quoting, the government, media, and financial worlds in the United States are controlled by a group of Satan-worshipping pedophiles who run a global child sex trafficking operation, quote-unquote. Fifteen percent of the people in the United States believe such. I have a friend who I've admired for years, a well-educated woman, 80 years old. I've known her forever. I knew her husband before he died forever. Good friends. She believes all this garbage. She doesn't believe Biden sleeps in the White House. She doesn't believe, she believes that in the cellar, uh, they have, they're creating, they're committing bad sex acts with children. The pedophiles are brought in at midnight on a bus, the new kids, and the other kids who are already destined to go somewhere else are put on the bus and taken away. This woman believes this garbage. And, other Republicans do, obviously, also. The study said 15%. I think it's more. I can't believe this. People are loony today. They're crazy. Going to hurt us. we got problems out there, folks. And we had problems during coronavirus. Uh, one of the problems, if you recall, was we did not have sufficient respiratory machines. Uh, people have to breathe. They have difficulty breathing when they have COVID-19. They needed the respiratory machines. We did not have enough. So just as the scientists went to work and came up with the vaccine in less than a year that appears to be working, uh, they've also worked on what can we do to help people to breathe if this happens again. And the scientists are in the process of developing something very unique. I'm smiling as I say it. But they, are in the, they have developed all, already a way for pigs and rodents to breathe through their asses, through their butts. It's something about what they can do with their intestines, the intestines of the pigs and rodents, so that they can breathe through their butts. And this would eliminate the need for respiratory machinery. Uh, and these scientists say someday, they're not sure when they're going to be at the end of this uh, study, but someday it will help support critically ill patients uh, with respiratory failure. Trump, Biden rather, has to move his butt. 
He has to do two things to do the right thing for America over the next four years. And two things he has to do right away to get him rolling. And to, he's got to destroy the Republican Party. No question about it. They're out to destroy the Democrats. They have been for more than 10 years. He's got to do to them what they want to do to the Democrats. He's got to get rid of the filibuster. No question about it. He will never achieve the programs that he can and the good he can do for our country if we still have a filibuster. And the other thing is he has to get the Justice Department to a major investigation, find out who all these terrorist organizations are, find out where their headquarters is, their camps where they train, who the people are that are with them, what Congress people are on their side and help them, uh, what money people give them money because billions of dollars are going to some of these groups, and arrest them all, try them, and throw them in jail where they belong, or we're going to lose our country, my friends. And Joe Manchin, I don't know what they got to do with him, but they better do something. He's had his 15 minutes in the sun. He's holding everything up. And I, I just don't understand this guy. It's the first time he's been popular. Who the hell knew about him before the last three or four months? Anyhow, my friends, that is my show for tonight. Uh, that's all. Uh, I thank you for joining me, and good night. <laughs>